you know, the movie 21 where the old security guard's beating him up. Do you ever feel like that might have happened at some point? Did you ever get nervous that, like, oh, they're going to take me out the back? <laughs> there was a casino that I avoided because a, a card counter friend of mine told me that they'd handcuffed him to a chair. And I thought, you know, my brain did go, well, that would be one hell of a video. (laughs) (laughs) They're guys. They do magic. Magic. They are the magic guys. Here we are, gentlemen. I want to see Doug drop all the cards again like he did last (laughs) time. I saw that. (laughs) Yes. You don't swing, you can't miss, and you also can't hit. So I'm swinging every day, fellas. (sighs) <sighs> I totally missed it on the live and luckily Mika sent it to us. Hey, did you end up seeing the clip, Doug? You know, as I was watching the live, uh, our good friend, <laughs> I can't remember her good friend's name. Someone commented, don't worry, don't don't worry, no one saw it. I was like, oh, you mean no Alex? Saw it. <clears throat> oh, right, right, right. Your good friend watching. Yeah, and then we made a short about <clears throat> it. We made a little short and posted it all over the internet. I missed so the now short. everyone Is saw it. Up? Yeah. I've still got it on my on my phone. Don't worry. I'll uh, I'll send it to you later. Post it on the Magic Guys page. As a, Did you as get the comment? I will. Where it says nobody saw it? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Should throw that in there. Uh, we're missing out. Anyway, what's um, up, guys? Jason Ma, the magician, Josh Nobito, Douglas J. Con. That's not even his middle initial. And we're back. We're back with this quick clip of <laughs> 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 and I love, I love, I love the acting. I love how it's you just—it's kind, like, kind of cute, right? He just like brushes them to the side. And, <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you're a bit of a, you're a bit of a cutie. <laughs> Speaking right. of cuties, today we've got a guest, a guest from another world. I would say he's gone into the underworld. He used to be one of them street magician guys. Now he's one of them hustling mother effers. I won't swear just this early into the pod because we'll get demonetized, even though we're not monetized. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But we have cracked, we have cracked 500 subscribers now, which means we've unlocked community posts. Wah, wah, wah. And with Man, guests like this, awesome. we blow up any given day. We're just like, we're like, the guest list has been. Wait, insane. guests like who? Sorry, what was the name of our guest today? Was it Stephen Bridges? <laughs> Shall we have a look? <laughs> okay, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, let's give it up for Stephen Bridges. Here he is. I love that intro so much. Fresh off the red carpet, Stephen Bridges. It's just so fun. Yeah. How's it going? That was just for you. Thanks for having me. Much better now that you're here, man. Yeah. (laughs) So you've been uh, living a pretty wild life the last few months in preparation for a series that you've just released. I'm jumping straight in here. No dead time. Can you tell us about that experience? I mean, what was it all like leading up to that? How'd you come up with the idea? I mean, give us the scoop. Yeah, so I did a whole card count series just to kind of summarize. And uh, yeah, I had the idea years ago. It really kind of came about because it was essentially a bucket list item. I just was like, I want to learn to count cards at some point. Just one of those things where I thought, if I don't try this at some point in my life, I'll be disappointed. So I think I kind of dabbled with the idea of trying to learn it years back and immediately gave up like three days into trying. And because I had this YouTube channel, which was sort of a reasonably all right level, I, uh, I thought, actually, I could probably leverage the fact that I have a YouTube channel to learn to count cards because there's a guy that runs a whole membership program teaching card counting. Mm. I thought, maybe if I connect with him, he'll teach me and then... I can make a series about it. And I also thought, you know, there's been card counting documentaries that exist that are really cool, but they're always from the perspective of it's this established team and they're all really badass and they're really cool. And look You're at right, them. Right. It's like, well, they're already successful. And and that's like, has merit for entertainment, but it's also like no one's documented just fumbling their way through it and seeing what like happens. They, and they I really like the journey that. and went straight to the destination kind of thing. Mm. Exactly. And also, I just really like the format of YouTube and vlogs. And so I wanted to sort of find that hybrid between just shooting a documentary, and which I don't have the sort of skills to make, and then shooting a YouTube vlog. I was like, how? Where, where's that kind of middle ground? So I just thought it'd be an interesting thing to document. So I contacted this lad and he was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And then I spent a long time just practicing, learning to count, and then eventually went to america 
to Washington State for like a whole month where I just like dived in with 200,000 pounds that a friend of mine essentially loaned me to just go in at like high stakes blackjack and, and play. So, uh, yeah, it's really, it was a really, it was a really insane that sounds idea. like a great way to start. Here's 200,000. <laughs> go for it. I know. This was like an insane thing. And if I wasn't making a YouTube series and also having it in, in the back of my head that, that it has to have dramatic flair. Yeah then maybe I would have, maybe that would have stopped the part of my brain that just didn't think maybe this is a terrible idea. Because <laughs> with any skill, which involves money, you surely don't want to go from zero to now let's play incredibly high stakes. Can you imagine I'm a poker curious, player? What is a that? long time? You say you practice for a long right, time. Yeah. <clears throat> what would that be? Yeah, it's really hard to tell because yeah. in reality, I was sort of a bit on and off with my practice. So I can't just say it took me nine months or a year because that wouldn't be it wouldn't be accurate necessarily but i think i had i think i i had the idea maybe in 2018 and then started practicing but i was still i was still trying to juggle too many things at once you know trying to spin too many plates to switch an allergy and uh so there was a point where i just decided i'm gonna let everything go and just work on the card cutting thing Purely. So I just stopped posting on YouTube. I stopped doing a lot of stuff. And the only thing I was doing was busking to, to pay rent and then working on Blackjack. So I don't know. I, you could maybe learn to card count in under a year if you pushed it and you were really like going for it. But it took me probably quite a bit more than that. But it would be hard. I would be totally guessing if I tried to pinpoint the amount it's of not time. A, it's not a gimme. They're not just, it's not a, uh, here you go. You got to work for it. Yeah. Mm. Well, recently, yeah. actually, I think a really good way of describing this is that I, um, there's a YouTuber called Mike Boyd, who some people may have heard of, and his whole niche is that he just tries to learn skills in a really uh, yeah. short oh, amount yeah. of time. Yeah, right. he's awesome. He, he's a top tier yes. video maker. So I went and did a did a collab with him the other the other week, where I was trying to teach him to count cards in four days. And the way that he described it was, is he said, "I thought this was going to be a really complicated system, that once I understood it, it would be relatively easy to implement, but in reality." It's a very simple system that's incredibly difficult to implement. And he said it was one of the most difficult things he tried to learn. And this guy is really smart. Like, he's very smart. So that, that kind of surprised me. But I thought it was a really nice way of summarizing it. It's not that complex, but doing it in is practice. Is that due really to the tricky. speed of the game that it's dealt? Or there's... Yeah. Weirdly, we actually as card counters, and this is a myth amongst casinos, like they'll they'll be like, there's a card counter, get get our fastest dealer over here and like okay. try and throw him off. But I want a fast dealer. I want right. the fastest dealer they have. Oh. Because that the more rounds I play per hour, the more my hourly rate goes up, right? So it's, uh, it's it literally can double my hourly if I have a fast dealer. So yeah, I want I want a fast dealer. And once you have it internalized. You shouldn't really be counting until you're so good at it that you're not really going to make mistakes. And so once you have it internalized, it's it, it's relatively yeah. like riding a bike, I guess. Yeah, that's insane. And what else is uh, like? What else would you say that you've learned from this experience? Because uh, definitely conflict resolution would be part of the <laughs> learning process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I did get myself into like a bunch of ludicrous situations. Well, a lot of conflict. Not that counting cards isn't illegal, but that doesn't mean that casinos will will treat you like it's it's fine. They they don't like it. They don't want anyone that's going to go and take money from them, even if you're not cheating or doing anything illegal. So, I did find I, I ran into lots of situations where the main one was if they just wouldn't cash me out. They like wouldn't give me my money if I didn't give them my ID. And it's just like in America, I don't need to show them my ID to cash out unless it's like a large amount of money. And the amounts are cashing out the way. Mm, yeah, exactly. US. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I just was, there would be these times when they were clearly trying to bully me and use like aggressive intimidation tactics to, to, to give over my ID. And I just didn't want to. I was like, no, partly because if they get my name, they're going to share it to other casinos. And that just makes things a bit trickier. And then they're going to maybe, yeah, do all sorts of rubbish. And I just was on principle, didn't want to give over my name. So I was pretty... um I was stubborn to the point of it being maybe not the most effective thing I could have done, but also I'm shooting a series where, although I was never running into conflict, never was like, let's walk into this casino to orchestrate a situation that will create drama. Right. Never did all that. organic. It was all organic. Yeah. I, but I wasn't shying away from it. So if I was, yeah. if these situations were happening, I, happening, I wasn't necessarily going to pick the most pacifist 
solution. I was like, no, actually, <laughs> I'm going to be gold. This is a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to double down. I was going to double down on it and just be like, no, let's see what these casinos will do with a person that's won the game legally or lost and then see how they how they react. And a lot of people that have watched it have gone, I'm never going to the casino again because they, they've understood the sort of disingenuous like value proposition that casinos offer. We love winners is pasted on the walls of casinos. Yeah, if you walk in right. the second they think you've got an advantage, no, you're out. They, um, you know, the, did you ever that... feel like you get stuck in like one of those 21 situations? You know, the movie 21 where the old security guards beating him up. Do you ever feel like that might have happened at some point? Did you ever get nervous that like, oh, they're going to take me out the back? <laughs> there was a casino that I avoided because a, a card counter friend of mine told me that they'd handcuffed him to a chair. And I thought, you know, my brain did go, well, that would be one hell of a video. <laughs> <laughs> How many teeth could you sacrifice for those views? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. And the other funny thing is, off the back of that, is, is a lot of people have said, like, wow, you've got balls of steel and stuff like that, which I always find a really weird comment because I don't think that's the case at all. I'm a bit of a wuss in reality. But once you get yourself in a situation where you've pushed that first domino and the rest start falling, you're in the situation. So, you know, walking in the casino isn't a stressful thing particularly, but then being in the situation, stuff kind of happens and yeah, mm. you're, you're there. So, Cliff's yeah. got a, a question. What would happen if they found the cameras? They must be pretty well hidden, I'm guessing. That's a great question from Magic Master Remember Cliff. Sorry, I just wanted to chuck that in. Uh, (laughs) I love how you have a soundboard. That's so good. Yeah, actually, that's the biggest problem. Actually, that was the thing I was the most worried about because you are allowed to count cards, but you're not allowed to use technology to help you. And one of the things that I was worried about was I thought maybe they're going to think that my hidden camera is not a camera and it's using something. And the, the camera actually heated up like a ton. Like, it actually got really hot. That was the biggest thing I was worried about. I thought, mm. do they have thermal imaging cameras? I had no idea. So that wow. was what I was really worried about True. first times. I don't know what would have happened if they'd, got the, if they'd seen a camera, but I almost am certain that it would have ended with police being called or I would have been, like, restrained. I, I really think they would have pushed it really far if they thought I was using technology. Um, mm. Has there been yeah, a legal just, precedent for this kind of thing, for filming in a casino, not necessarily counting? Yeah, Jason Yoko mentions that's illegal counting in devices, but just to film it, that's a gray area, right? Yeah, yeah. I I try and (laughs) I I will answer this question, but I try and dodge this question as much as I can. (laughs) But I will answer it. The the reason I try and dodge it is because um, no one has tried to sue me for filming, but if they do, I don't want to set. I don't. (laughs) I don't want this video to be used against me. So what I will say is, I'll speak in a bit more abstract. So there are a few reasons why you can film hidden camera in certain places. One of the things is that if you are being filmed already, then the sort of right to privacy has already been, it's different, already being filmed. So now if I film, then they're already filmed. Another thing is um, journalistic Mm. intent. So if you're exposing wrongdoing, that can bypass a lot of laws regarding filming. And then in a lot of states, you can film and uh, without needing any kind of thing. So um, I didn't go into it uh, being unaware of the potential problems of filming. And that's partly why I'm so on it with trying to blur the faces of casino staff because yeah. I'm not out to dox anybody. I'm not out I to post, actively I make that. No filming. I, I go to casinos and I, I do watch a lot of gambling content. I, I know mm. there's Trump, but I don't recall being in a casino where it's <clears throat> like it's definitely yeah. a policy, but whether it's like legal or not, you know. Yeah, it's probably I don't think it's thing. legal, but they have <clears throat> the right to refuse service or kick you out if they so choose. Yeah, yeah, sure. it's complicated. Every, yeah. every time I say a legal statement in a video, I have like 50 comments that all contradict each other, but speak with a hundred percent authority on the matter. So, <laughs> right. you know, it's a complicated thing, but I, I just try and respect within reason, respect the privacy of the casino. Cause I don't have like a beef necessarily with individuals. I kind of have a beef with casinos and how they operate, but not necessarily individuals that are, that are running that system. So I try not get their names on the internet or anything because I don't want to make their lives any more difficult than, than I already have. Just by going. There. <laughs> I don't think you've made them that difficult, man. They make uh, they make bank every year. You know, you could yeah. borrow a few bucks off them. You know, to I be honest, okay, yeah. to be honest, it's probably only a matter of time until they reach out and hire you to work on the team that try to catch the card counters. I was going to ask if anyone has. Have they been yeah. like, come on and play? We love you. 
Because then they can say like, this casino, you know, has the top security team. We also have the YouTube viral star of Coward Counting, Stephen Bridges, <laughs> you know, insecurity. Yeah. Um, so surveillance <laughs> people in the US get treated like crap, in all honesty. I feel like they get the rawest, rawest deal out of all of the casino staff. So I really sympathize with their job because they get a yeah. But uh, no, no one's reached out yet. I've had a few surveillance people <clears> and <throat> casino staff reach out or DM me. I've had a, a couple of phone calls with surveillance staff. I've spoken to a person that, that the person, the surveillance guy that actually backed me off from one of the casinos in the US. I won't mention which one just in case they would want me to. So that's been really awesome. Like, cause it's gone like viral enough. Like the people that I've interacted with or one yeah. guy said, actually that guy that, that you've you know shown, he's a really good boss and he's a great, he's my supervisor and he's really good. And this is the guy that was super aggressive to me in, uh, yeah, okay. in one of the videos. Right. And then, so it's quite nice to get these perspectives and, and talk to these people, but so far I've not been hired. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd say yes though. Even if the casino was like, here's a load of money. I think you'll end up on the Ellen mm. show or something because of that series soon. I see this we'll as the next phase. It's like now my YouTube is I'm busting card counters with a security team here and there. Oh the my gosh, I'd make so many enemies. No, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the side of the card counters. I would yeah, like, hey, have to knock me in the chair and be like, I will not give you their names. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, a question that came in, did you expect that this series would go so well on YouTube? Because I mean, the, the video that we were talking about, you know, three weeks ago, it's it's already up to 1.1 million views. Wow. So million! Yeah. So, Mind you, two months ago, uh, 1.6 million. All of these yeah, videos wow. are performing yeah. at a really, really high, especially to, to your <clears> subscriber <throat> count. So these are performing <clears throat> monumentally well for a channel. Of your size yeah mm. yeah that's i i kind of thought that that sort of concept the concept was obviously quite good in that i thought well look, someone being in the same way that videos on on r slash public freakout do well right conflict heavy stuff tends to do good so i thought i kind of always envisage like i was seeing that there was the odd card counting back off video that existed that got like a million views so i thought the the concept mm. must must be appealing but by the time I posted the series, I was like, this could completely go under the radar, get like 10K views a video, or it could pop off. And it ended up being a bit of a slow burn and then popping off. And then as it popped off, people binged the whole thing. And it, it just became this kind of self-fulfilling sort mm. of thing. So um, no, when I started posting them after a few weeks, I just thought, okay, they're going to cruise at like 30K a video. And that's, that's all right. Like I've made a thing I, I'm proud of, and that's the priority. But then it went, right. ha ha, no, and then it popped off. So, so even if I you were coming even if you had, at the same time, even Sorry, if you on. had released it and it hadn't done super well, you still would have been happy with what you'd made, right? Yeah, Something yeah. Well, like a lot of card counters. Yeah, some some card counter friends said, you know, don't post it. They were like, are you sure you want to do this? It's going to put your face online. And I always said to them, it's a bit of a win-win for me because if the series doesn't do well, I will walk into casinos as anonymous person i've always been really and if it does really well then it will just leverage other opportunities and i could run a card counting team or i could do all sorts of fun stuff or you know yeah so um is that what you're going to do yeah. next get a team of players and see if you can beat the casinos with a team yeah i'm not i'm not quite sure i'm definitely going to do another series because i, I sort of want to see if um i want to see what happens if i actually just well, go back i'm in new orleans well let me introduce you to the world of uh, the Harris Poker Room. We'll make something happen here in the Big Easy. Do you play poker? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not well, but I can play. Welcome that's to what they all say. <laughs> that, would be sound, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> quick, uh, no, quick I, I, yeah, go on. No, sorry. Keep play. going. Continue, yeah. No, I, I was just going to say um, I have played on teams before. So I have done team play, which is a blast. And it's my favorite thing to do because the level of camaraderie, like I have this video that's going to come out eventually where me and a few others just went to Vegas on like a half million dollar bankroll and we all played and we did sort of two types of team play. I know it's insane, isn't it? Like it's just it is insane. We did two types of team play. One is what we call like solo team play, which is when you're all playing off the same pool of money and sharing cash back and forth, but you're in, you're individually playing like a solo player, which is, which is um, fun 
because you have like a WhatsApp group chat that's just going off at all hours of the day with like the results, like, oh, 120 grand, oh, lost 10 grand, oh, 115, which is that if you think social media notifications are addictive to look at, when you've got a group text that's just telling you if your like your net worth has significantly shifted. <laughs> but then, yeah, then we've also done team play where we've literally all been at the same casino, each other own signals. Uh, we spent days planning to hit one casino and then, we took them for like their whole day's takings. It was a small wow. casino, but I still like that way of looking at it. So, um, yeah, I've done team stuff and I want to do more of that. It's so fun. Nice. But whether or not many card counters want to be near me now is another matter. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. I wonder if it could be a fun uh, exhibit if you had a game where you hosted a game where people are encouraged to cheat, but if you get caught, you're out. Kind of like hide and seek. And so people can have all sorts of. Oh, it sounds like a Mr. Beast video. Card counting, yeah, or, an, or a tuning exam for an Aruda. Like, wh- why not encourage it? You know. <laughs> yeah, what's weird is, is I've had a video concept idea that's similar to that, and then I was chatting with another magician, and they were like, "I had that idea," and it, so it seems to be like enough people are thinking along the same lines that mm. I feel like it's in my wheelhouse. Book a poker table. I feel like anyone will say that they've had <laughs> that idea once you've said the idea aloud first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I had an idea that I was going to go to America and film a card counting series. Well, I actually <laughs> had the idea for the iPhone. I didn't know if I told you. <laughs> yeah. Then Steve just like I told him, and then he went and ran with it. It was kind of right straight away, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you're not yeah. friends anymore. Screw Steve. Yeah, I was. Pro- I don't know how old I would have been at the time when that was invented. <laughs> His name <laughs> wasn't Steve even was Steve in the beginning. It was Mark. Yeah, he, said, he took that from me as well. He took everything. <laughs> what a prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. What did Cliff say? We we batted away Cliff's question like we don't care about him. And I what was your biggest stuff. loss and how did you feel since it wasn't your money? You know, oh, yeah. Usually I mean, people don't mention losses, but Cliff does uh, does pay you, so maybe you want to answer it. He does pay me. Thank you, Cliff, for your ongoing recurring revenue support. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think I've lost maybe, like individually, like $30,000-ish in the space Damn. of maybe... At one, you know, like three or four hours. Hey, and then I went into the loo. If your bank rolls 500,000, that's not really a bad loss, all things considered. I mean, if you're dealing with yes. those numbers in any level, that's like reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, yeah. man. That's like 14 losses total if you wanted to, if you wanted to no, break what it is down. that? A couple yeah. buy-ins? You can lose a few buy-ins, right? That's uh, at the 100,000 yeah. level. I don't know that it, uh, yeah, 30,000 buy-ins. Doug, we don't no, all right. have that 500k sub monetization money yeah. to throw around. All right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Look, I, I had to leave the $15 blackjack table this weekend because it was too expensive. <laughs> so I'm not I, quite I there yet, but uh. I understand. We'll hang out. We'll play, man. This will be great fun. You'll probably get kicked out being near me. But yeah, so that, that yeah, would be to my benefit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Du- Doug has ended up in jail thing. with. Another magician, so it won't be the the first time. Sunny oh, holiday. Yeah. I, ain't scared, I ain't scared of no mm. jail. Nice. It's on my bucket list. So, well, it is. I, it, I, I lean towards the poker tables at a casino. You know, I end up yeah. at blackjack because my wife likes slots, and some casinos don't have poker. But when I when this I go to die. play, like blackjack, it's maybe not as big of a risk as the regular casino gamble. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, if you're a half decent blackjack player, then yeah. it's got like the one of the best edges that you can get. Yeah, but. Yeah. I think with the pain of losing the money, it's it's more like on momentum. So, by, I mean, 30 is actually quite, it is quite a lot. And that's a decent chunk of your bankroll. But if if that was off the back of a winning streak, then it wouldn't feel so bad. But when it's on the mm. back of a losing streak, then it feels, it really compounds. You know, yeah. sometimes even on the smaller scales, if I lose two grand in a day, three grand the next day, five yeah. grand the next day, two grand right. the next day, that mm-hmm. feels awful. Yeah, right. So it's just continuously hitting you. So, yeah, it's not even necessary about the amount, and it's more about where the graph is going. <laughs> That's a tough mental situation, mm. huh? Yeah, like yeah. grinding through that, knowing the math's right, and you just got to keep playing. Yeah, yeah, which is why I try and do it full time. In that, so, I kind of try and spend every waking hour doing it because it really is like. Yeah. So even though the money wasn't yours, would you have to have paid it back had you had lost the substantial sum? No, no. Oh. So, if oh, so you were in the unique position where you were fine. So like you, where you were do we find these friends? These are <laughs> yeah. friends to have. 
Yeah, it does make me sound like I just know all these very wealthy people. But the <laughs> Chris actual <Kenner>. reality, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. But the actual reality, like English folk, you're probably drinking tea situation. right now, aren't you? I actually am drinking tea <laughs> <laughs> with I great knew it. Kids, <laughs> great responsibility. <laughs> Drinking tea Lemon and ginger, rich, classic English people. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting a really distorted position on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you're all like going, he's a millionaire. Absolutely nowhere near. In fact, when people put money in, they get a share of the winnings, but they do all the risk. So that's kind of how it works. So no, but if I'd lost my mates 200 grand, then that would have ruined his life. So there's that. <laughs> So okay. I still felt so he, had, when I was he did. So he had the utmost of faith in you, basically. <laughs> yeah, he did. Maybe delusionally so, but we're all right. It's fine. Mm. He made money. It worked out in the Nobody. end, luckily. This is a good segue. Yeah, everyone's okay. Is this your? Is this still your full time job playing blackjack? Do you still play, or what are your focuses uh, while you're in the UK? Well, I'm not allowed in any of the casinos in the UK, basically. So um, <laughs> currently, I don't play. But I still play. It's you know, just you're that the I first haven't magician. for a while. You're the first magician I've ever met when someone goes, are you allowed to go into the casinos anymore? <laughs> you're the first one that can actually say, actually, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Mm. Yeah, I know. That's a nice badge of honor, isn't it? When, when they ask you to leave, you should be like, can I have that in writing? And uh, yeah, yeah. can you take a photo well, of me? I do have it in writing because yes. in, in, um, in Europe, there's this thing called GDPR, and general data protection regulation, which basically means that you're entitled to your data that a company has on you. So if I send an email to a casino that have kicked me out, and if this is only, I would only ever do this if they already knew my name because I wouldn't want to. Yeah, then they have to send me all of the data they have on me. So there's been a couple right. times wow. that I've done that, and then in the European casinos and got like the report on me. Or they've kind wow. of gone, we, we don't have to give out information. And then I go, you absolutely do check the law. And then they send it over. So I actually do have it. Uh, yeah, so it's quite fun. Is it, Anytime is, I, it like, awesome. is it very professional or is some of the comments a little mean? Like they're like, this yes. bird nose looking ass. <laughs> it's an interesting <laughs> thing. Out cash. <laughs> it's a weird thing because while it is badass to say you're banned from casinos, it ultimately means that you've been caught. So... Mm. You know, it's a bit of a fine line whether you share that or not amongst uh, all the content. But obviously, you know, people love the fact that that um, security are starting to catch on and things like that. It's kind of like a mix between um, Batman and, uh, I don't know, James Bond or something like and that. And someone who's not quite as good as Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob, Robin, yeah, Robin, yeah. I mean, ben Affleck so is Batman, many... that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, Robert Pattinson is the next one, right? Actually, Robert Pattinson would fit Stephen Bridges' profile a bit more. He might actually be Why? good at Batman, though. We don't know. Yeah, because oh, he's because he's English as well. So. Oh, English. Okay. He's yeah, got yeah. that. He's got that lean body. That's it. Yeah, Josh. Josh's mind makes uh, associations <laughs> in a very obvious way. Me, they immediately go Robert Pattinson. <laughs> That's like how you thought <laughs> it. I was like, what are you saying? Oh, I think like uh, tea <laughs> crumpets. It's um, very true. Yeah. I do have some crumpets uh, uh, in the freezer, and I am drinking yeah. tea. <laughs> Fulfilling a stereotype. And you're wearing a jumper. Nice. A sweater. Yeah, sorry. yeah. This is like my watercolour <laughs> sweater. It's beautiful. It's kind of wild. It. Got that. Yeah, man. Got it from TK Probably costs like a million dollars. So, so all of this aside, <laughs> like now, you know, years. Most people know you jumper. as uh, Stephen Bridges, magician who used to make the series of street performing and street magic and all that sort of stuff. You're going to go back to that as well. You're going to get back into making uh, magic-related content, or are you feeling like you've switched ships and you're going to try and I don't know make a bit more documentary or vlog-style content? Where do you think you're going with it? Yeah, I think I'm. Well, what's weird is is that I've sort of flipped my audience because because it's grown at such a rapid rate. Originally, I was like worried that my existing audience would be like, "What is this card counting nonsense? I want card tricks." So I kind of thought, right. oh dear, but but now almost the flip has happened. So it's like, oh, now the most active viewers are all like, we're here for the card counting. So it kind of almost feels like daunting to make a magic video. Mm. But I definitely want to still put magic on my channel, but I think I'm going to be a bit more tailored about it. So, I mean, the, you know, the grind of social media when it can just be like, you have to be posting. So I'm, I'm no longer playing that game. Like, I'm just like, I'm out. I'm not going to, I'm not load magic that I don't 
really want to upload. So yeah, I'm going to put out magic videos, but I'll probably look at them as more one-off events. Like I did a table card magic video once that I really just liked doing. So I probably do. I would like to do more of that kind of thing where I just would spend you do more gambling it. displays, maybe, maybe it's, gambling it's, type of routines. I feel like I kind of should, right? I, I can't bother with my life, but I need to just. Those would fit it. hand in hand, right, with your Absolutely. current audience. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine well, if you could get that secret webcam to stream to Twitch, and you could have a live a live Twitch oh, feed wow. of you counting it? What about those uh, games overseas where they play with live dealers? Is there any universe where you're doing that? Where you're oh, like on a, right. On a webcam playing a guy? Yeah. 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 I've got a whole whole video that I'm, well, I haven't shot it yet, but a whole video oh. where I try and beat online blackjack. Oh, and nice. Think, yeah. It'll be interesting. I think, and then th- that could be a whole Twitch streaming out, like avenue mm. if it's what got is- appeal. What what's their deck situation? Like I've seen them play, but I don't know. Are they dealing six decks, eight decks, and when do they rotate? Six or eight, yeah. And, yeah, and like deal half a deck. They deal like half a shoe, which is the problem because yeah. as a card counter, you want them to deal yeah. as many cards as possible until the shuffle, and we that like affects everything. Like we yeah. put that that into our calculator when we're crunching risk. So and that's why online is is a bit it has its drawbacks, but. Uh, but it's, yeah, but it's also maybe not quite that simple. So I guess they probably do that because they can't see someone, you know, counting cards. Right? It's not like the same as like at a casino where they can be watching you being like, "Hey, what mm. can count out loud." So sad. I could just go one, two, three. <laughs> no, no. You could totally have those devices we talked about when you're not there, right? Mm. So well, poker players do that. that. Poker players have that software when they're playing online just to sort of crunch Absolutely. the odds for them. I so. used to play mm. professionally. I had a heads-up display that I used. Yeah, there you go. Was it, yeah. Very wasn't there world, some <clears throat> wasn't there technology of like toe switching and stuff? Like one toe could click and it would add a count to plus one, the other toe would be negative one, and then there would be a vibration that you could check the count when you needed. Maybe this is Steven's next release on Illusionist. I don't want to reveal it too much, but wasn't that a thing? Like that was like one of the devices that was confiscated once. For, yeah, uh, for Blackjack. I know technology's been used, but I, I mean, I, I for me that screams inefficiency. Like if I was going to count <laughs> with with tech, I'd want to use it to count more complexly. You know, I'd want to go, okay, mm. what multi-level system can you use, or am I going to keep an ace side count, or what am I going to do with that? But interesting. Um, and there when you mention yeah. when you mentioned shoe before, is that are you referring to the machine that shuffles the cards? Is that what yeah. shoe is, or that's no? The sh- that's the um, yeah, that's like the ASM or, or CSM. The shoe is like literally the device they put all the cards in before they before they deal them. Right. right. So right, a, sh- right. a shoe is is referring really to the amount of um, well, to the cards themselves. Because if you if you refer to it as a deck, it's not quite accurate because there's maybe six decks. Yeah, right, I, or I misnamed it. Yeah, mm. but but no, that's, so, that's there's still people get the idea. Like, the casinos that are yeah, the casinos that are using their uh, the shuffling machine that just goes straight into it. Does that make it impossible them, to right? to work? Or yeah, if they're continuously shuffling the cards, if it's like one hand dealt back in the machine, then uh, yeah, you can't count it. Everything I'm saying has an asterisk on it because actually there, mm-hmm. there are many ways of beating games in, in, in ways that I didn't even realize. But in general, yeah, you can't count machines and you wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth your time to try. Um, even if you could get the most minuscule <clears throat> edge, it would take so sickeningly long for that edge to be worth anything. It wouldn't be worth doing. Like I'd get a flight in that time and get better EV, like expected returns, and then come mm. back that it would take to, to do that on a, a machine if it were beatable. In general, you can't beat machines before um, someone's like questions that in the comments. But yeah. <laughs> mm. That's fair. So, so what about you, Josh? You're going to start counting cards now? Yeah, of course. I've, I've, I've never been banned. So, well, no, I can't say that because I, I do gigs with casinos and I would hate to like not be allowed in there because of that. So, but, but because they know I'm a magician and obviously, you know, they're employing me, they um, don't allow me to gamble while I'm, on the premises, but I just use that as my thing now when spectators ask, are you banned from casinos? And I go, no, because I've never been caught, but they do hire me and now I'm not allowed to, you know, play in the casino. So I, I just dropped that. But um, I nice. remember hearing, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, less, less stress that way. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I remember hearing a move called, uh, it was on YouTube, a documentary, and it was called The Hannah Move, but it was mainly for um, roulette. And All right. um, have, you, have you delved into, it's not, you know, your field, but the roulette kind of uh, switcheroos people would do? No, I haven't really done much outside of blackjack. So I'm kind of a, a novice when it comes to stuff like roulette. Like, I know that there are other games. You, you can technically beat roulette, but once you, mm. it'd be incredibly difficult to find a, a beatable roulette game. And um, it would take probably, once again, more work than it's worth it. But what's this move that you're on about? I'm intrigued now. It's like so, switching the chips as they play them. So they're so, up to bet yeah, high so, or low, depending on the outcome of the game. <clears throat> the, the, the really brief description is um, I, I was hired to consult on this project, which was way above my depth. So I um, quickly did like lots of research on ways you can cheat with poker chips and stuff. So there was this guy that had this move called the Hannah move, and he called it that because that was his favorite stripper's name at the casino. <laughs> and the move was designed so that it could not be detected on camera, this switching the chips uh, so he could cheat without it being seen on camera. And basically what it would do is um, you took this one took a lot of balls. So imagine you find two chips that have very similar colors. So he would get like a $5,000 chip, and a $5 chip, and they, one would be red and one might be orange. He would make sure he looks like he's been drinking a lot, and then he'd go on the roulette table, and when they're just about to finalize the bets, he would sit the chips down, <clears throat> but with the, uh, the expensive one underneath, and the, uh, it's not going to show us, but the, the expensive one underneath and the uh, $5 one on top, but slightly pushed forward, and he'd look for a table that's busy so that, He's, the dealer's not able to check everyone so thoroughly. And so now he's got a $5,000 chip and a $5 chip. So here's what happens. Either it hits, like he puts it on red or black. So it either hits and he wins $5,005, to which case he just goes, yeah, I just won, I just won. And then the dealer will, will freak out and go, I didn't realize because you can't have two different values on top of each other. They would check the cameras, see that nothing's happened other than he mm. put them down. So they'd pay him out. If he lost, in his other hand, he would have two $5 chips ready to go. And if he loses, acting drunk, he'd be like, he'd just grab them, be like, ah, oh, damn, I lost, put it in his pocket. When they say, no, you can't do that, he'd just take out the, the other hand, the two $5 chips, and sit it back down and go, okay, sure. And because he didn't win, they wouldn't suspect anything. And so that way, he could win, and they could check the cameras and nothing's wrong. And if he lost, mm -hmm. it would be undetected uh, Anyway, and, and this guy, the documentary goes on the show, like this guy would win a considerable amount of money doing it at multiple casinos. And um, put it in his pocket there, that's bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. and it was almost like, um, it was almost like a top change, like the way he would just be like, oh, I lost. And they'd be like, no, you can't do that. And you just go, oh, okay, sure, fine. And, yeah. Um, I think that being really drunk is key. Like, to, yeah. because, yeah. like, if I, if I were to touch, my chips at a blackjack table that once I placed the bet down, they would tell me off and it would be, they would probably call the pit boss to be like, Hey, he touched his chips. I mean, mm. there's been a couple of times where my brain just has short circuited and I've gone to like take a chip back without, because your brain just like I was in another place. I thought it like it had pushed or something when I, when it hadn't or something weird. And um, they always get very angry if you do any, even if you just adjust your pile of chips. So mm. I think the drunkness is probably what really like helped in there. Because it's yeah. the kind of thing that you can't get away with otherwise. But that's in incredibly smart. So, I mean, obviously, that's, that's cheating. Like, that's that becomes that, That's actually cheating. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, I think that the ending of that video was that he got hired to be part of the team to spot other people that would do stuff like that. Yeah. So, there's a happy ending oh for everyone. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, oh. I once hung out with Jason England when I was in Vegas. And um, he... Uh, I mean, well, I'm not like mates with Jason or anything. That was like, but it was really cool. Like, it was just like this one-off thing where um, my card counter mentor put me in touch with him, and we just like hung out for the day. And yeah, he took me to the General Purpose Gambling Store, which is a really cool place in Vegas. That's a, a place, crap, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. There was a craps table great... there, oh. and he just talked me through how people used to cheat at craps, and it was the most fascinating conversation I've ever had. <laughs> like, I was like, this is amazing. Wow. <laughs> just like this whole team operation to treat uh, to cheat at craps. But um, yeah, no, I've never dived into anything illegal. Um, 
or um, really looked into how it works. <laughs> just yeah, like that is, next series. <clears throat> that is what we need you, you sure to say. You sure you don't want to dive into something illegal, man? Breaking <laughs> <laughs> the law is sensational. <laughs> yeah. How was um, the Studio fun. 52 session you were a part of the other day? That looked like yeah. a lot of masterminds in one place. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, it was he, he really put on an awesome event. I say he, like Studio 52. It's not just Ben that, that work on it, but they put on an, an excellent event. And um, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Ben Earl. I mean, who isn't? But I have been for mm. years. So I was very flattered to get like a phone call to be involved with that because I was like, you're asking these people and you're asking me. Um, but it was really <laughs> but cool. I'm just Stephen Bridges. I'm just Stephen <laughs> Bridges. British man with beard that does bus kicks, you know, like so... <laughs> That's my inner voice, by the way. It just gets no, you're a wizard. British. You're a wizard, Bridges. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a smash of an event. I mean, they had Christian Grace, who I'm lucky to call a friend, but genuinely, I rate him as one of the best card magicians that exists. And I just mm. think he's in criminally underrated. And I reckon he'll go down in history once everyone catches up and realizes how incredibly smart that he is. Every time he shows me something, I'm like, how on earth have you like created something so good? And then he'll go, it's a work in progress. And like in a few months, he'll come back and show me the updated version. And I'll just be like, how did you improve on that? I would have, <laughs> I would have already thought it was perfect before you got to the first version of it. Like if it was earlier. Mm. So it baffles me. So they had Christian, uh, Luke Osland, who is once again, one of those annoyingly creative kids. You know, those pesky kids. But he's just really good at creating visual magic and his awesome stuff. So he, he did really great. And Jack, Jack Ty who funnily enough works in casino surveillance and is excellent at card magic and was showing some really cool um, gambling stuff, but also just card magic generally. And there were a lot of stuff that he taught that I was like, need to start doing that. need to start handling the call in this way. I need to change this. So um, yeah, I was lineup was, was really good. So it was, it was really fun to be a part of it. And, and then we just jammed into the night as well, which is this point where there's going to be a jam at like 10 and then, they just turn on the cameras at some point when we're all hanging and then that just keep rolls whilst we're all chatting and forgetting that the cameras are on and stuff. So that must've been interesting for, for the viewers, but yeah, I had a blast. And uh, yeah, it's good. I hope they do more of them. That's one of the best parts is the jam session after like the midnight sessions. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just kind of was like, I will sit quietly now. I have nothing to contribute. I'm not going to be like Ben. I think that you could work on this. <laughs> okay. I just can't <laughs> help but notice your second deals, Ben. You kind of necktie a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you're really hammered right now as you've had all this whiskey, but I just want to point out the floor in your second deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little do they know you've got your uh, your sneaky cam just uh, just tracking everything they're doing, filming tutorials for your Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I get it. On my hidden camera, can you imagine what a mm. budget way of pirating magic that would be? <laughs> oh, you go tragic. to a lecture and you just film, film it from there. What good point of view? Yeah, or from the yeah. Wrist. What time I was at a lecture? Mm. Indeed. What time I was at a lecture and this guy recorded it and just insisted that he could record it, and everyone was like, "You can't do that." And he was like, "Well, technically, I... it's a very strange moment." So, um, wow. I could have just been how frustrating is that argument, though? Well, actually, shut the fuck up. Shut, shut your damn mouth. I, right? Don't you just hate any <laughs> argument which is you know based on? Well, technically, this is fine, and maybe that sounds hypocritical because that's what I say to casinos. But yeah, when people use that as a, as a justification. <laughs> Yeah, like well, in a in a situation where everyone should be showing mutual respect, right? That's that's the thing. Right. Like casino do, casinos don't share mutual respect. They just want to take mm. your money, right? Mm. So when you do yeah. it back to them, that's a different situation. But to go to a lecture sure. where someone's life work basically is just being <laughs> taught to you for a price, and then some dude's like, mm, "Just gonna film that." And, uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's like shut up, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's so sad because it really like there are people that have quit magic because they can't make a living off creating because of piracy, and it's just yeah. like people don't. People are just like, "I'm just one person. I'll." steal this down and it's like no you're actually affecting things in a way bigger way than you realize because it's a yeah. small multiple mm. industry yeah anyway that's my it's also the part. amount of work that goes into one you know seemingly simple idea right yeah Could be the, the, the smallest idea in retrospect but the amount of time that went into creating that idea is is massive yeah. i suppose <laughs> Allow me to yeah. suggest, even before internet piracy was a problem, that having aspirations of being a professional magic creator is probably not the best, uh, you know, aspirations. I don't want to shoot down anyone's dreams, but the magic industry does to create this 
uh, like spectacle that you'll have a great release and be famous. And that just doesn't happen that way. I'm off my yeah. soapbox. I'm just saying some words to some young creative people who are thinking about that approach. Classic mm. Doug shooting down dreams before they even get started. <laughs> just saying your time can be better spent working for the uh, public. I get it. Or, you know? I get it. You Things know, were different I see what's in going your day, on. Doug. <laughs> he, Doug's read the art of war. You know, you can either build the tallest <laughs> building or knock all the other buildings down well, so you're the tallest. I'm, I'm old and I'm getting grizzled. So I'm just <laughs> <I'm> there now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doug once created the trick. That um, one time, yeah. back in the 80s. <laughs> naturally, I pirated the shit out of it. So. Oh boy, what'd you call it again? The Pip Trip. Pip Trip, few, yeah. That, I think that, it was recently renamed as Jason's Trip. That, that are you going to several names? Are you coming to BMC? Someone asked. I'm guessing that means Blackpool Magic Convention, Magic or is Convention, yeah. BMC something? No, no one told kinkier. me it was on, so so no. Uh, yeah, we were asking you. So the BMC, just, huh? Yeah. I love, I love me some BBMC. <laughs> what has this become? What have I signed up for? No, well, I can tell you that yeah, the, C is, the C is for cock if anyone was. Anyway. <laughs> no, good, 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 good. <laughs> I can see Doug looking confused. He's still trying to figure it out. No, I came in late to that joke, but I did get it. I was yeah. late. I was late. So, yeah. You yeah, got it. Good for you. you have I'm on proud of you, Doug. Could see the gears turning in old mate Doug's head there. I'm quite. I'm kind of proud yeah. that it. I'm not on your level exactly. I had to catch up to that moment. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, com- comedy's not a gimme. That's for Jason, sure. Jason, Jason, like we got to slow down our rate of speech for Doug. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. slow it down a little bit. <laughs> so, um, so Mr. Bridges. What else is yes. uh, in, on the cards for you? <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, what a pun. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. So, but for real, I'll what tell else is on the cards I'm, for you? I'm, I'm... <laughs> yeah, well. I have a question. I wonder <laughs> if you've considered Baccarat. Well, you look like you were not. It's all good. I just muted, I just muted Doug, so you can continue. <laughs> anyway, as you were, Stephen, where are you? <laughs> Jason, your question just simply wasn't good enough for Doug. Doug was like, I have that question. <laughs> no, um, I yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not sure 100%. I mean, I'm definitely going to do more card counting stuff. I've got more videos to come out, but then I'm going to do another trip, film that, see how that goes. I'm not going to run, well, maybe I will. Let's see how it goes. But I don't really want to run the concept until it's dead. Like, if it, I want it to, to run it until I feel like I have nothing to add to this. Uh, I so I will judge that a bit. Fresh. Yeah, keep mm. it fresh. Yeah, don't so try to force been, it. Yeah, yeah, mainly that. And I've got some other series ideas that I could start working on, but that that would also have a similar kind of um, appeal. I think I would really like doing this long form, take two years of my life to do something, and then churn out the videos later approach. I think it's quite fun. So um, I have no idea in the in the short term. I'm just kind of riding this wave right now and going. Currently, everything's fine and people are watching, but I could end tomorrow. Just you know, the algorithm is a fierce beast. Would you consider mm. starting to make the short form content to hold you over until you made those big projects a reality? Does that make sense? Like, you know, those little 60 second clips for Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. And then yeah. you could work on the big projects in between or, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm in a lucky position where I think my audience now trust me enough that if I just left for a while and then came back, they'd be like, oh, let's see what it is. So, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not super interested in doing short form, mainly because, like, as you know, it, it is an absolute grind. And people like TikTok, you know, that's a full time shtick. The people that are doing that, like yourself, like you must spend a lot of time making those videos, right? No, no? not anymore. No. Definitely not two years. <laughs> no, that's, t- that's the time frame what? in which I've been making videos. The uh, casino's on to me. Yeah. The casinos they're <laughs> well, listening a, in right what now. What's going on? <laughs> What about when you're doing short form? Surely that takes like, is that not time consuming? I mean, you are you can talking, about, like, are you, are you talking you about the time that it takes for me to make these videos. <clears throat> yeah. So, so in my experience, because you know, I've been a street performer for a hell of a long time. So speaking is just part of the, part of the deal. And yeah. uh, as far as it goes with all the amount of routines that I'm doing, you know, magic is something that I practice recreationally while watching TV and whatnot. So it's kind of very easy to make these videos, or, or at least for me. I don't know what it's like. There are times when I have to film it maybe a few times. But mm. if you've seen my content, it's it's all one take. 
you know, it's not like edited. It's all one take. Yeah. The only thing mm. that I might do is color graded a little bit, but I could churn out a couple videos in like two hours. You know what I mean? I mean, that is Steve. exactly opposite of my world. <laughs> That's impressive. You can literally make a short of you dealing cards down for a minute and then saying, all right, comment what the, what the count is below. You know, it doesn't you have could, to be yeah. super you creative, that. you know? Yeah, yeah perhaps, yeah. Maybe I'm, I've maybe had I'm some success it. doing uh, compilations. Of, you know, you could do something like that to promote the videos that you're – not that you oh, need yeah. it, but it's, a, it's a possible. I have to do a back-off compilation at some point just because – uh, it's just on the table, isn't it? Like just mm, like the montage of all the times I've had conflict. Yeah, but, yeah. You could even make a short of it. Um, there you, go. you know who's really good at making those, by the way, too, is uh, your your student and and one of our guys, uh, Mika Harris. He uh, edits all of our short videos of the podcast, so it would be Does he? for him to yeah. So uh, you know, he he could happily. I'm just speaking on behalf of him, obviously. Um, you know, Mika Harris and the uh, montages. Mika Harris, a great fast job rising star. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I really liked those when I was scrolling on your Instagram. I was like, ah, this is they've got this nailed. So that's nice <laughs> to know that's Mika. Mika's awesome. He's really cool. Yeah, like oh, I said, yeah. fast rising star, man. Just got himself the sponsorship oh, yeah. with First Dodge Shop. So mm. he's in the Chris yeah. Ramsey fam. He's in the Stephen Bridges school. He works with the magic guys. I mean, kids going places. Yeah. yeah, he's got his finger in all the pies. Just his one finger. <laughs> he started, all the started pies. busking. Started busking. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, he's he's all up in it, man. Yeah, he seems to bring all the energy to his magic, his magic uh, hangout. What is that? What do they call those things again? Magic jams. Or magic jams. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. His latest video but, was at a magic meeting. Like he, they, they still <laughs> exist. Like you know, <laughs> not to like talk ill of anyone but there was one dude in mika's video this old guy that Don't was do it. like trying to be way too energetic and it was the it was like the most magician thing i'd ever seen in my life like you know when someone's personality turns on when they start doing magic oh right yeah <laughs> it was just like holy <clears throat> crap dude it's because that's the one thing that you love you know and you get to finally do it i don't know man it looked like this guy was like tiring himself out trying to be this energetic <laughs> what a burn that is <laughs> So it is weird, isn't it? How sorry, just chatting on that. It's so weird how like I think everyone can do this to a degree that when you're just with your mates and they like show you a trick, like some people will just go, <laughs> they're just like, yeah, ding. like that, like that. The just hit him. <laughs> yeah, I think Di, Di <laughs> Vernon just kicked in. Yeah, I remember the lesson from Di Vernon. I don't know how because I, you know, but he would he would say like when you go to perform, you shouldn't change the state you're in like if you're sitting down you shouldn't have to then go okay and then stand up and hunch over it should be able to just not have to change what you're doing right now right but um speaking of which teaching and and things like that magic mastery is that am i saying that right magic mastery yeah Yeah. um no it's magic mastery so come on man (laughs) so you know something i found interesting when uh I, I, i believe i saw you on another stream maybe last year and uh it was like november and I was like, for me, that's the crazy time for gigs. Like as a corporate magician, that's when you're cleaning up with uh, Christmas events and things like that. So I was like, all right, this successful guy, he's got a, a you know relatively big name for himself. He must be flat out with gigs. And I put a comment saying, oh, yeah, how are your gigs going? And you said, I'm not doing any at all because I'm so busy with other stuff. And so for a magician to be you know, a full-time sustaining magician but not having to do gigs – but having this magic teaching platform, but you're not even accepting new students at the moment. Like, have you found have you found a unicorn, or how is that able to, you know, yeah. work out? So I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I run a, a membership program called Magic Mastery for, for magicians, and um, I haven't accepted members for probably like six months now. So you can't like. Which Sorry, is what's like, the cap? How many members would be the cap in this case? It's an, I don't, I don't cap it on a number. So I, it's just based off. So at one it's just kind of like, I'm really protective over the community of it, which I know sounds a bit uh, weird, but I feel like by chance I had, I happen to like get together a group of people that all were like really like cool, nice people that go on. And then I went, I don't want to break this. So it became less of a priority to grow it and more of a priority, just keep the members happy like you know how unbelievably horrific the magic cafe is 
that was always like mm. my bar of like not wanting it to, to be that like i didn't want any toxic like you know bitchiness anything like that so so, so is there almost yes. like an application process that someone would have to undergo to be in stephen bridge's magic mastery class genuinely is how it works i just haven't opened it up for ages because i'm as i say like I'm, I'm running it because i want it to be a good experience for the members is, is it one of those sorts of things mm. where maybe you would go <laughs> and check out their social before you said yes like they'd be like oh i'd love to learn and then you're like all right and you go check out their social and the first thing they That's see is like them. this guy's like your double lift sucks you're like all right bro sorry <laughs> <laughs> you can't join in <laughs> that's it that's it the audition process is just doing a very clean double lift and uh, if they pass that then, so, then we're good. Well, like i'm banned from the magic cafe does that give me an instant access to your site absolutely something you should put on the application form for sure yeah, <laughs> that would be a positive <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm gonna open the doors um at some point because i think it, i can expand it a little bit but i'm gonna i'm very i'm gonna be very careful with it like i'm gonna only give it let a few people in and i'm not doing it in like a weird like try, try and create some pretentious like exclusive vibe because i mean that's just not how i that's not how i roll but i just want to be careful who's in because i just want to make sure that i keep it like small enough that everybody knows each other and gets on and there's in jokes and and banter and stuff like that and um mm. and, and have it like that i think that's awesome. it like <laughs> like the three of us <clears throat> i should say the three of us have been really enjoying the lessons through mika torrenting it for us but you know, <laughs> for everyone else like it'd be cool to be able to comment on the videos ourselves <laughs> yeah mika's a gem yeah, Mika's he great. I'm happy he's in it. He's been in since day one. So good old Mika. I think. That's wow. Yeah, he's all over it, dude. I'm telling you. That guy's like doing so much magic. I know. Uh, I'm very hyped to mm, see how his life. I, I, I don't even remember doing that much <clears throat> magic when I was into magic. Do you know, you know what I mean? Like when <laughs> yeah, I was are like, you not right now? No, like like the, the thing is that like my my love for magic is um at a point now where it's just part of my personality does that make sense mm. but like when you're like right. young and fresh and you're trying to absorb as much as possible i don't remember mm. absorbing anywhere near as much as mika is man this kid is just freaking insane he's like a crack addict for magic it's have insane. you mm. seen his raise rise yes oh, i yes. have it's yes disgustingly clean good. it's oh it's, yes i think possibly the best i've ever seen it's, it's yeah. so good he's oh, gonna yeah. clip that for sure when he watches this back yeah. oh yeah he has Absolutely. to watch this and clip it that's yeah. so he's, he's going he's to take in all these confidence. But yeah, he's all right. Could, well, could you just say that? Could you just say that again once in a while? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you just say that one more time? <laughs> I have no idea what I just said about how much you love him, about how cool he oh, is. Mika, I love you. You're great. And that full screen him. Great. Okay, and go, Mika. You're my favorite person. <laughs> 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 not funny. Not funny enough <sighs> to say something witty on the spot, guys. <sighs> That's fine. That's all right. That's all right. You have rich friends, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm not all perfect. Look at it. Yeah. One rich friend, and it was alone. And hopefully he's Hang still on. rich, so. Lost <laughs> he is much. now. He's a little bit a little bit richer, in fact, thanks to the Mr. Bridges series. So if anything, yeah. the investment paid off. And anyone else watching this that wants to invest in Mr. Bridges and future projects, just know that there's a good good chance on positive return so yeah and he has yeah. a small team growing from magic mastery that will you know reside in all different countries mm-hmm. sky's the limit telling you we could get something together by the world series of poker you and me in vegas <laughs> this summer i'm ready just let me know i'm, ready I'm to go. so down yeah because then you'll where, have where are you based? a double you'll have a double camera angle oh yeah you said new Orleans. okay i'll, I'll maybe put on my list of places to go the World Series in Vegas. That's an epic event. It's like a couple months, right? So you go there and document that whole thing. We're going to need about 300K. So work work that up, and then I'll see you in Cincinnati. <laughs> that that feels like it. something you'd see Mr. Beast at because he loves playing poker as well in Vegas. All right, message Mr. Yeah. Beast. It's time. Sounds good to me. Get him involved. <laughs> be a good color. Yeah. Then the video might be viral. Well, anyway, are there any, any more <laughs> thoughts you'd like to throw down, Mr. Stephen Bridges, before we wrap yeah. it up here? What, Drop what, uh, some wisdom bombs. Yeah, for the magicians watching, what advice do you have or your thoughts on magic right now or what are you, what yeah. are you vibing? I think the, the biggest tip I could give anybody is that um, I think when you're learning magic, you start getting this idea of what magic should be. And I would just encourage people to let that go. Like and by that, yeah. what I mean is, is that you, magic is is such a big thing that it can be anything that you want it to be and take any form Ooh. that you want it to be. And um, the second you think that you must have the perfect pass is the second it's not going to be fun. My pass is crap, 
and I've still done magic all my life. So I just would say... Oh, you want to see a pass? Check this out. Yeah, come on. <laughs> this is the pass to get into my front oh. door. So it's just like you tap it and it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> that was great. That was an excellent joke. I can see why, Thanks, you, why you do the comedy. It's good. Thanks, bro. That's the yeah. best advice in the world, Stephen. <laughs> it is. It is good. Oh. Well, thanks. I, mean, I can't give any practical advice because I, I'm not good enough, but I can give general <laughs> abstract advice that <laughs> works. But yeah, I just think that because like, I, I mean, at one point I was like, oh, if I can't do a good bottom deal, then I'm not a good magician. And it's like, what am I saying? It's like none of that necessarily matters. If that's what you care about, then sure. But it, it just can be anything you want it to be. So um, yeah, that and um, keep watching and listening to this podcast on a regular basis. Hey. <laughs> All right. And with, cool. that, and with that note, <laughs> <laughs> clip that and just use that. That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys. 